Welcome to Gen Gap Cast, the podcast that takes a look at topics from the generational and gender points of view. I'm Wade, I'm the dad. I'm Megan, I am the daughter. And today we're talking about technology, specifically dead technology, technology that has died over the years that frankly, you may have no clue what I'm about to talk about. I'm like this, 95% sure I won't know what you're talking this about. This is going to be fun. I'm going to take you on a journey and you're going to be my unwilling participant. Yay! Yay. <laughs> I love being hostage to things. So, uh, I recall a, a conversation we were having in the car with your mother the other day, and I was going was I through... Was there? Yes, you were. Hmm. I was going through, um, you know, technologies in the classroom. Oh, uh, yeah. I was and, there for that. Uh, you know, talking about film strips, <laughs> and you had no freaking clue. Actually, my wife, who is only about five years younger than I am, had no freaking clue what film strips were. <laughs> Old man. <laughs> so why don't you explain? So absolutely, a film strip was what it sounds like. It is a strip of films, and each each uh, frame in the film was, uh, you know, a picture or uh, uh, a, a picture with words. And so yes. you would have a projector that the teacher or a lucky student would operate. <laughs> Seriously, you know, the teacher would start setting up the film strip projector and little little hands would raise, oh, I want to do it. I want to do it. So, oh. yeah, they pick on him. And what then what you do is Just you, you load in the it. film okay. strip into the projector and then you put a cassette. <laughs> I remember those. Into a cassette tape, into a cassette tape player. Yes. And you'd start the player and it would say, start on, you know, slide one or... You know, uh, it wasn't slide. It was uh, crap. It was like screen or, or anyway, you know. And you you you'd go to the position uh, in the film strip, and then the person would talk about what's up on the screen, yes. and then they go advanced slide, and then you turn it, and it would advance to the next slide, and they would talk about that. Oh so, yeah, that's definitely dead. Yeah, it's dead. It's buried. Let's forget about um, it. it. It lasted for a long time, though. Film strips were around for. I mean, some of the film strips I was watching in the late 70s and early 80s were produced in the 1950s and 1960s. Yes. So it had been around for a while. Overhead projectors, another one. Which you know, I just learned what they are. It, you've, it, well, oh, wow. Okay. I thought uh, I thought they were qu- weren't quite as, as dead and buried as I thought they were. As they okay, let to me be. just tell you. When he says overhead projector, my mind goes to the projectors that are in the ceiling. Wrong. Overhead. Wrong. I was informed what it actually means, and I do know what those are. What are they? They are machines that you have typically in classrooms, and they look weird. But it's that machine that people from my generation, I hope, I really hope I'm not that old, um, the teacher would put a piece of transparent paper onto the base of it, I guess you would call it, right? where the light comes through. So you would turn on the light, and then there'd be like a mirror. Uh, well, so it would shine up to a a lens that sat up above it. Yes. Which would then throw the image to a screen a screen on the wall. A screen. A screen. Oh, a screen. screen on the wall. So you had trans the things that they would put on the, the pieces of 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 um, 
material or, or media that they would put on the, the, the light source were called transparencies. Yes. And they were what they sound like, transparent pages that the, the person could write on, uh, you know, and then they would show onto the screen in front of the classroom. Mm-hmm. And that's how a lot of uh, teachers would like, in, especially in math, right? Oh show, yeah, I remember a lot to, of math transparencies. Yep. So those it's funny because math went right through me. <laughs> yeah, as it as it does for most people. I've actually seen a overhead projector in the last year, in use. Yep, in a schoolroom. It was what amazing. school? Um, I can't remember the exact place. I think it was on a college campus. College. Yes, colleges. Okay, that's, huh. Technology dies hard sometimes. Um, So a couple of other things that are no longer with us, the telegraph. That died a while ago, didn't it? Actually, you'd be surprised. Uh, The last uh, message in Morse code was sent in in 2009. Wasn't that in Alaska? No, that was in, uh, I think it was Port Reyes, California. Olay. Olay. Why did, okay. Um. (laughs) <laughs> and it was, uh, yeah, it was the last message, known message to be sent yeah. in Morse code Interesting. via a wire huh. right? or via a radio. That one stayed alive by a thread for a while. Well, Telegraph, you know, that, so AT&T, American Telephone and Telegraph, right? These are companies that have been around for a long time and Telegraph was around, oh, geez, probably into the 60s, maybe even the 70s because um, yeah, that putting phone lines in or, um, you know, sending messages. I could, I remember, I think I could, I could have sent a telegram via Western union up until, you know, 30 years ago or whatever. So tell us about that. Well, well what, what is it like sending a telegram? So you go to Western no idea union. What that is. So Western union is still around. Most people think it's, you know, it's for sending money, which it is, it's a but bank. it started, no, it started out as a telegraph company. Huh. And so, uh, you'd go and, and they would charge you by the letter. Oh. Um, and you would write out the message and you'd always want to keep it as, as concise as possible because it was very expensive. Dinner, what like? I'm sorry? Dinner. Dinner, what like? What like? Oh, actually, we need to talk about collect calls. No, no longer a thing, but that's a piece of technology that was always interesting. Um, uh, and the reason I, is, is you'd actually, well, I won't get into it right now, but telegraph. <laughs> Um, okay. So you'd write out your message, you'd give it to the person behind the desk, and then they would send that to your desired recipient, yes. right? Or they would send it to a station that was close to your, so let's say I want, I was living in Los Angeles and I wanted to send something to somebody in New York. I would, they would, you know, from Los Angeles to New York, um, central, there's a central station that would receive the message. Yeah. They would transcribe it, usually type it up. They would hand it to a courier. He or she would go to your place of residence, knock on your door. You would open up the door. They'd say, I got a telegram for uh, Megan Billings. And you go, that voice, I hope. Yeah, I got a telegram for uh, Megan Billings. And then you go, oh, really? What is it? And they would say, uh, that telegram is from uh, your dad, Wade. And uh, it reads, Megan, stop. You are awesome. Stop. Love you. Stop. <laughs> Sorry, Super Producer showed me a... Uh an actual ter- ter- telegram and hearty congratulations, best wishes for health, health and happiness, health, wealth and happiness. Oh, that's, Sorry. that's nice. W and H looked really, al- that is, 
That's awesome, isn't it? Sounds a little disjointed. Well, yes, it is because again, you're you're you know you're sending this message and you're trying to keep it from you know being too expensive. Um, but you know, now you can send these kind of messages via text, right? It's like it's the precursor to texting. And isn't texting always better? Uh, no. So uh, uh, let me let me dovetail this into collect phone calls. So. <laughs> Back before cell call cell phones, um, you know every every household had a phone. Yes, right. And so if you were, uh, you know, you were at a. There's also these things called pay phones, which I think I've seen one. Uh, you know, in the last year, still around working. I don't remember the last time I saw a pay phone, but, but I know what pay phones are. But yeah, you you you, know, you would get to a phone, pay phone, whatever, and if you didn't have money or if it was long distance. Um, you could make it a collect call. So in other words, the person you were calling would pay for the call. But um, yeah, you're, you're giving me that look. Yeah, so it sounds like it could be used for nefarious things. Sometimes what you would do, uh, or what very uh, imaginative people would do, is that they would, so you'd call up, you'd actually call the operator, a op, human being would go on the other line and yes. say, who do you want to call? And you used to tell them who you want to call. And then they would Cre- create that kind of a three-way call, right? So you'd be on the line, the operator would be on the line. Not the three-way you want. And the party you're trying to call would get on the line and say, hello, and the operator would say, hey, collect call from, and if you're really fast, you could shout over the operator with your message. Hey, mom, come pick me up. I'm, I'm at Joe's house. Click. So you could hang up and not have to be charged for the call. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. So again, That's... keep it short, keep it sweet. You could, you can, uh, you know, you can cheat the system. Um, jukeboxes. Those are still around. Are they? When's the last time you saw a jukebox? In like a 50 style diner. Okay. But it, jukeboxes used to be everywhere, right? I mean, if you had, if you had a, a restaurant or a bar or, um, you know, some sort of entertainment place, bowling alley, everybody had a jukebox. jukebox the original Spotify. Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. Now you have jukeboxes that you can control with your phone, which is pretty cool. Still jukeboxes, aren't they? They're still there. Um, What about records, specifically 45s? Do you know what a 45 record was? No. Okay, a little. So uh, musicians used to release singles, right? And nowadays they still release singles, but they're not the same, right? So singles would be a single record, right? A song on the record yes so and it would be you know i think it was like eight inches if i'm not mistaken in circumference why is it called a 45 uh, because that's the speed 45 revolutions per minute that the record would play at that sounds slow uh it's not 45 revolutions a minute per minute there's also 78s which was and also 33 and a third but 45s in particular were just singles yes and you have an a side and you have a b side so it's not just a single it's a duo uh, well you would release the the song that you wanted to release that's the single and it always had to be backed up with something else a b side oh okay yeah so so that's where a b side comes from yeah that makes exactly sense. exactly so let's see what else um oh vcrs I think they're still around. Are they? When was the last time you saw a VCR? I don't remember the last time I saw a VCR, but I know people still have like the tapes right. for them. Right. And VCRs were still a thing when I was younger. 
Right. So I, I think that they've been replaced with, you know, you've got streaming. I mean, I, I find, I actually, I find it still very interesting that people go to red boxes and get DVDs um, because, uh, you know, you've got Netflix, you've got yeah. Amazon Prime, you've got all these streaming services. You can buy movies digitally where you actually don't have to have a DVD, you know, a, a physical media. I can see why Redbox is their sell thing. Why? Maybe Redbox has a movie that you don't know if you like or are going to like or if you don't know if you are. So you pay a dollar to see if you like it or not. If you like it, you download it. If you don't, eh, it's a dollar. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I, I foresee like in, you know, five years from now that Redboxes are probably going to be phased out. I would eh, imagine. I don't know. Um, video booths. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, this is going to get a little bit uh, seedy. So if you've got young listeners, you might want to uh, uh, jump forward a few few minutes. So um, there are adult bookstores. And yes. uh, you know what an adult bookstore is. I, I don't think there's such a thing as really an adult do- bookstore now. I feel like there's just a section of like Barnes and Nobles that has like the adult books. No, this, these are like where you'd go to get your pornographic material. Oh, that's Blue Boutique. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, so adult bookstores used to have booths, you know, in them that you can go watch uh, pornography. Oh. Watch videos. Um, those no longer exist because if you want Pornhub. to find pornos, you can go online, right? So these, those have been replaced as well. Thankfully, because... Um, Please tell me it was just a single person per booth. Um, yeah, that's where we're not going to go, oh. but not always the case. Okay. Oh, that's awkward. Yeah, awkward. So uh, let's take a break. And uh, coming back from the break, we'll talk about... Actually, I want to kind of turn the tables and say, you know, what are some of the technologies that you've seen in your life you know, short life that are no longer around. I don't really know if there are. Well, we can have that discussion. So okay. let's go take a break and we'll see you on the other side. Okay, sounds good. We are back and we are about to flip the table. Flip, well, flip the table? Like, be angry flipping the table? No, we're not rage flipping. We're okay. just like... We're just going to turn the tables. I like flip better. Okay, we're flipping the table. So... we are, And how we are going to do that is I'm going to name some of the technologies from like my childhood that I either I haven't seen in a while or I necessarily don't see often. So they're either dead or, or dying. dying. Okay. First one. Yes. Um, the Game Boy. What about it? Like the old fashioned Game Boys. I the, don't know. The, the white, you know, the rectangular white. Well, mine units. was purple. Purple. So like, I guess it was like more of one of the more modern ones. But I have not seen like I, a portable gaming device that looks like a Game Boy. I haven't either. Uh, I actually, I can't recall the last time I saw. A, well, no, no. Because <laughs> you got the Nintendo Switch. I, but that's, yeah. Okay. Portable gaming devices like the Game Boy. Okay. Um, did you have did you I have had a one? Game Boy Advance. You had a Game Boy Advance. Did you love it? 
I mean, it was fun, but I've never like been a video game person. I honestly, it was used to be my sister's, and I think you guys like made her give it to me because I was being annoying on road trips, and so you just like shut the child up. <laughs> Distract her with technology. I mean, I remember always asking for your like Palm Pilot or BlackBerry because I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. More technology that's dead end or dying. So let's go back to the Game Boy. When, what did you what did you do with all your Game Boy games? Do you recall? Did you give them away? Did you sell them? I think at some point, like, I don't remember if I, like, gave them away or if I just threw them out. It's amazing how much technology ends up in our landfills. Just, you know, I was also a child when I gave it away, like, 13. You know, like, giving things away, like, wasn't registering. It's, like, either trash or it's not. (laughs) And now, almost all my stuff goes to donation. What else? I really hope these are dying. Furbies. Oh, they, oh, (laughs) I hated. I hate. Furbies. I loved Furbies as a kid, but as I grew up, grew up <laughs> nope. They're I, they're creepy. I feel like they are possessed by Satan. They're creepy and they're needy and they're annoying. Oh, wait a minute! They're like a six-year-old. Screw you. I know. So, but what's you, creepy about them is like the last one I had. Yeah. Try to out the battery. It still worked. Oh. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. They're possessed by Satan. Powered by the devil. <laughs> yes. um, I really yeah. No, I, 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 growing up, we had Teddy Ruxpin, um, <laughs> which, you know, was a, um, which was a, uh, a bear that you'd actually, you know, in his chest was a cassette player <laughs> and you put so a cassette tape in him and you push play and you would, you would hear things, but there's also a coded track on the cassette that would run his, his internals. So yeah. his eyes could move and his mouth would move like it would speak. And it was, it was creepy as all get out anyway. So yeah, Furby's was, was just the evolution of Teddy Ruxpin. Uh. So I'm, I'm here or I'm seeing here that a national security agency once banned the electronic toy, the Furby, Why? because it feared they would uh, listen in on classified conversations. So they were worried that they were going to be spy devices. <laughs> Which now we well, have uh, it kind of like it doesn't like not make sense because they yeah. had like a device that like yeah it would listen to you it would listen to you and yep. it was to say that ever stopped uh, but this is not a conspiracy theory video right podcast sorry what else is on your list Meg portable CD players portable CD players wow I missed my portable CD player I remember when I got my first portal it was so cool it it skipped everything I mean <laughs> just it you know you had to it wasn't really portable. I mean, you could like t- pick it up and move it and put it down, but you could not walk with it because it would just, the vibration would make it skip. Um, it was terrible. Uh, and then it slowly got better over time. When was the last time you saw a portable CD player? I don't even know when. Um, I don't even, yeah, I'm just trying to think if I, you can even buy those anymore. I'm sure you can. Probably. Like yeah. antique stores or on Amazon because you're crazy. Because, <laughs> yeah. No, not that you're crazy. Sorry. No offense to no, anyone, but no, slight no, shade. No, <laughs> no offense taken. Right. Um, but with, you know, streaming devices, why do you need portable CD players? I mean, duh. Yeah. Okay. Spotify. Yep. All I right. Next Spotify. one. The Palm Pilot. The Oh, I loved my Palm Pilots. I did too. Yeah, you used to play with them. All the time. Yep. It would was plug you for them, especially in the car. Dad, Palm the, Pilot. The personal digital assistant. You had the Apple Newton. Uh, you had the Palm Pilot. <laughs> I remember um, the Palm Pilot specifically because that's what you had. Yep. And I think there were a couple of others. Uh, I don't think that Microsoft ever had one. 
but yeah, these were, uh, for those of you who may, may have never seen a Palm Pilot, it was a little device that had a little stylus that you would you could write on it, but you had to learn a specific language um, because it didn't understand, um, yeah, it didn't understand all of, uh, like if, if you wrote out an E, it may see that as an E, it may see that as an F. So there were, there were, you know, symbols that represented the language. Or that the, sounds complicated. It, 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 it was. I mean, because again, you had to learn this, this language. I don't remember it being that complicated. I yeah. just remember like being able to draw on it and thinking the pixelated drawings were the coolest. They will. And you could, you know, you could draw free form. You could take notes. You had a calendar. I mean, it was very simple as far as as what it could do, but it was Most revolutionary. Most call it retro by now. Oh, absolutely. I'd look at it and go, what is this thing? And, you know, uh, why do I have it? I can do everything I need to do on my, my watch or my smartphone. And haven't they improved it? Yes. Um, being told by our super producer that the language of the Palm Pilot was called graffiti. What? Yes. Graffiti was the name of the the written language for the Palm Pilot. So hmm. what else? All right. I don't remember you ever having one of these, but I remember seeing them on TV all the time. I had many of these. Well, then you hit them from me well. <laughs> Pagers. Pagers. I. So again, uh, you know, I've, I've been in IT for 25 years. And, You're old. Um, you know, uh, pagers were a thing, you know. In fact, at about five, let's see, six years ago, uh, worked at a company where they were still carrying pagers. I mean, and there's a, there's <laughs> one company in the United States, I don't remember the name, American Telecom or something like that, that you can still buy um, um, Motorola pagers from. What's the, and, are they even compatible like with your phones nowadays? Oh, no, it's not. No, it's, it's a pager. It's a, a little device that you has a little holster that you clip on your belt right? and it, I remember those I yep. so many holsters. It goes, it goes off and you know, beeps at you and then flashes you a phone number or a text message. Uh, but yeah, no, the pagers are still, still sort of a thing. Did you ever own a colored pager? I never owned a colored pager. Those I were, I don't even know what that is. What is a colored little, pager? Well, it just display things in color, right? It had a color display on it. So you could send pixelated, messages or you I thought the purpose because, of the pager was just to let you know if someone tried to contact no, this, you. No, no. Well, originally, yes. I mean, again, uh, for the first pagers did not have a display. They had a couple of little LED lights on them and, um, you know, you would, the pager would go off and there was a phone number that was usually on the back of the pager that you'd have to call from a pay phone or from a landline. That sounds like a lot of work. Uh, you would talk to an operator or an answering service and they'd uh, say, people. Hello, Mr. So-and-so, so-and-so just tried to call or just trying to reach you. Here's their phone number. There you go. And so you then hang up and you call that person back. Uh, and then, you know, pagers with displays came out and then you could push in the, the, the number that you wanted the person to call you back at and that would show up on the, on the pager, kind of cut out the, uh, the middleman there. So could you just send flat out messages through the pager at one point? Uh, yes. Now there, there, then there was numeric pagers and then there became alphanumeric pages where you could use, you know, the, the letters on your, on your phone to type out messages. Huh? 
Uh-huh. I'm learning so many things. Or you'd send codes like 911, you know, like call me, you know, like right now emergency or 411, which is, hey, call me. I just have a question for you. Okay. So, you know. So it's not always like life or death when the pager goes off. No, no. It's just a way of getting a hold of you. Yes. All right. Yes. Next one. Uh-huh. Disposable cameras. Yes. I don't really think. I don't I have, remember the last one. I know you can still buy them. Um, but how I'm, prevalent are they? Uh, I was going to say, I know you can still buy them. I don't can't recall the last time I saw somebody using one. Um, oh, well, no, that's a lie. Um, a wedding I went to within the last few years, they put disposable cameras on each of the, the uh, tables at the reception and said... That sounds familiar to me. Yeah. Wasn't that so, Stephanie's wedding? It may have been. Um but they, they said, hey, use this camera to take pictures. And at the end of the night, throw them in this uh, basket and we'll get them developed. Right. So it was a way for for the attendees to, you know, participate in the ceremony and, and you know, take some candid pictures. Take some secret dick pics that you won't know are there until you get it developed. Um, yes. <laughs> I've heard stories. Yeah. Stories. Uh, you know, it's also... Uh, Disposable cameras have made their way into movies like, you know, there's a fairly famous scene in Shaun of the Dead where uh, the main character is getting attacked by a zombie and uh, his friend picks up a, a disposable camera and says, hey, you know, cheese. And they kind of pose for it. You, know, you have to watch the movie. It's much funnier than I described it. Oh, most things are. Yeah, usually. Okay. What else? The last one. What? My beloved flip phone. Oh, flip phones. The Motorola StarTac was my first cell phone. That doesn't even sound like a phone. It, it is. It was. It was awesome. Was uh, it? <laughs> why did you? Why, okay, but why did you love your flip, your flip phone so much? I liked like the actual keyboard you could type things out on. I've gotten used to the digital ones that are now. So you like, like the iPhones. tactile feel. Of I like the, the tactile feel. It was just cute. Like they had those little like notches where you could hang you like little decorations off of. I remember that. Oh my gosh. Like like little jewels that you could hang. Yeah. Little, like the little fur balls, all that kind of stuff. It's like a little charm. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> you like, could accessorize your flip phone. I would love it if they can somehow like merge the two technologies together. Like maybe the screen like. You have like, cause you know, you don't have as much access to like the internet or really right. apps or anything on right. there. And so if they could like find a way to put those apps on there and right. like kind of Apple idea, because I would buy this <laughs> Apple flip phone. Just Tim, saying. Tim Cook, if you're listening to this podcast. Which I don't think you are. Which you but might if be. you are, Apple flip phone. We would be very impressed. 2020. Yes. Apple flip phone 2020. I would buy that. Well, you like, know, they, it's they, so they, much more compact too, because you have these like, big af like iphones and they i feel like they just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and you know actually they're getting smaller but the displays are getting larger the form factor of the phone is getting smaller, okay let's just be honest yes women's pockets yes kind of made for flip phone size things kind of made for flip phones yeah, you're like, right. i was so never afraid to lose my flip phone from my pocket fashion and technology are not really uh syncing up very no well. so apple Yes. Flip phone, flip phone 2020. Flip phone 2020. <laughs> Bring back the flip phones. 2021, the year of the flip phone. And you can still buy them, but now if, like, if you have a flip phone, because right. I saw one in a cell store recently, like within like the last month. Right. Um, you have a flip phone, you're kind of like, oh, you can't afford an iPhone well, or a 
Pixel <laughs> or like a smartphone, so as they're called. So make a smart flip phone, Apple 2020. Okay. Well, that was a fun uh, walk down technology lane. Uh, one thing about technology is it's ever changing. Yep. And you know, things are things that come out that, Oh, this will never, this will never go away. Right. 10 years later, it's gone. 10 years later. Oh my gosh. Can you believe we ever used that? I know it's amazing. And it's also very impressive. All the, some of the technology that, that sticks around. I mean, you yeah. can still buy vinyl records. Um, oh yeah. They're in like fact, collectible. It's making a, re, a resurgence. They're becoming so cool again. Yeah. So cool. Like that means I my, have yeah. uh, my, my record collection makes it cool again. So, well, uh, love, uh, you know, having that little chat with you, Meg. Um, let's talk about the podcast. And okay. Well, this is a podcast that takes looks at different topics from the gender and generational, generational point. point of view. Well, you, you have been listening to these 34 episodes. That's well, nice. once you say things over and over and over <laughs> again, it kind of gets drilled into your head. That's true. Uh, love it if you would subscribe as a listener. If you are not subscribed to our podcast, love you to subscribe to our podcast because that means that episodes like this one are just automatically downloaded into your player. How can our listeners get a hold of us, Meg? Well, one of the best ways to get a hold of us is via Facebook. I, shocking, I know. What? What? Facebook? What, not, what, not GeoCities? Sorry. I don't even know what those are. Not okay. Angel Fire? Dad? Yes. We're not talking about chat rooms right now. Okay. Or whatever GeoCities are. We're talking about Facebook, which <laughs> will probably die just not like ICQ. MySpace did. Dad. Okay. How you can find us on Facebook is go into the search bar, type in gengapcast.com, uh-huh. give us a like, give yep. us a follow, yep. give us your comments, your My concerns. Space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. MySpace. This is not MySpace. This is Facebook. Yeah. Okay. Facebook. So join our little Facebook group. Yep. And you can be a part of the conversation. Be a part of the conversation. Uh, well, that was fun. It was. And I look forward to speaking with you again. I look forward to speaking again. I'm Wade. I'm the dad. I'm Megan. I'm the daughter. We love you all. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time.